0: Welcome to NFT Tales, our podcast about our adventures in NFT land and the current events in NFT world. My name is Jonathan Smith, or as I'm known, the Cardboard
1: Boxer.
2: And I'm Rosio. Hi.
1: That's right. And my name's Jeremy Craig, aka at Date. And this is episode 20
0: of the podcast titled, It's Yuga's World and We're Just All Living In It. In this episode, well, as you just heard, we have a new member of the crew. And we plan to talk with her and introduce her. Welcome, Rosie. Oh, we're so excited to have you on here.
2: I'm so happy to be here. Let's do this.
0: Let's do this.
1: All right. So obviously, first things first, welcome to the show. You know, how excited are you? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Let the listeners know who you are and, and kind of a little bit about your background.
2: Okay. Um, well, I'm Rosio. I'm at Rosio underscore PNG on Twitter. It's the only place you can find me. I mean, on OpenSea too. If you look up rosio.eth or whatever. And I've been doing, well, in the NFT space since like May 2021. I mean, I'm no whale or nothing, so I'm just like a normal person here, trying to do my best and learn everything, and buy what I can, and be fun and real, and bring friendship to whoever I can.
1: There you go, boom!
2: Love that, and and make some money, hopefully.
0: Yeah, that's. I mean, at the end of the day, I hate whenever people ask. Uh, look, I'm the worst. About going, oh, I don't care about the money. Everyone cares about being able to get more NFTs, be able to have more art, be able to keep going further the thing. We're so happy to have you, Rosio. Welcome on to the podcast. Happy um, to be here. Been geeked out all day the, uh, about you being on here. So this is going to be a great thing. Um, and so for our listeners, our loyal listeners who've been with us a long time, this is obviously a big shift. We have other big changes planned for the podcast soon. Um, but we told we told you that there'd be surprises along the way. And here we go. So surprise, thing, surprise,
1: that's right.
0: So go ahead, Jeremy, let's talk a little bit about some news. What's the big news story of the week in your opinion?
1: I mean, you know, judging by the base and title of the episode, we got to go with the Yuga Labs leak. So it it has pretty much dominated my Twitter feed and, and given, you know, thread guy, lots of mean potential. So I, I don't even know that I can fully describe it. One of y'all take it.
0: I'll I'll jump on that one. So there was the video, right? There was the video leak. And then we all saw that. And then I saw that there was a slide deck that got published. One of the historical NFT guys that I follow, Leonidas, he published like this billion thread thing that was all the slide deck. Um, Someone that I interact with on Twitter and in Discord named JPEG Josh actually took a look at it. And I know from his background, I don't want to like out him or nothing, but I know from his background, He has no business to have an opinion on this sort of thing. He said that it didn't look like a real presentation to him. It didn't have the level of quality or something. So uh, part of me thinks that maybe this whole leak is like one of those great smash leaks or something like that, where some guy just went nuts on CGI to poo some bags. Who knows what it is, right? But but the video came out, all the stuff came out. My phone got blown the F up. I have never had so many notifications in such a small amount of time in NFTs because it had the freaking cryptodes there on the video. And literally I had people that I've never I had girls that I've never even DM'd before, like popping <laughs> up in my thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. The ones that do the pictures mostly or whatever, right? Like going, Hey, the Cryptodes guy, it's blowing up today. Did you see that? That's cute. And it's like I, I don't know. That was just insane. So oh um I'm happy I guess, you know, I love the cryptodes. I'm not gonna sell mine. So it doesn't really <laughs> But it's okay, because everyone got real excited about it. And we'll see if the leak's real or not. We'll see what that means. So it had a cool cat's on there. It had some other weird thing on the thing. I don't remember what the one on the, no one knew what the one on the wing was. It had like a one floor whenever the video came out. It pumped like the two something. That, that was a yeah. flip I missed or whatever. <laughs> but the, I was looking at it, I was like, mm, no, whatever. The uh, one but, on the
2: wing. I don't even know what that one is.
0: Yeah, I had someone like had to like look it up. Like it wasn't. You're novel. not was,
2: talking about the one that like flew up and like dragged the ape, right?
0: No. Whatever was that was. We don't know what that is. Right? Yeah, no, it was like on like in the corner of it or something. Like you had to zoom in and like hands or whatever to see it or something. Like it wasn't it wasn't like the cryptos was in the middle. Like the cryptos was in the middle of the freaking ship. That's why my, my phone got blown to pieces or there was a cool cat's mm-hmm. on there. Yeah, you know, World I've of Woman was on a woman on there. And I the think mutant both-
2: ape was so funny, the way they like romanticized it or whatever. It was cool. My and one I- feeling though is that I wish it was a Super Bowl commercial.
1: Yeah. Yes. Oh my I gosh. I wish
2: I saw that on the Super Bowl. Imagine.
1: Oh, that would have been what the Twitterverse was waiting for. Was I mean,
0: waiting for, for the entire Super Bowl.
2: Well, I mean- well, they dropped that picture of, like, the ape with that face right before the Super Bowl. So mm-hmm. I I was like, that's it. They're, that is going to be a Super Bowl commercial. They're lying to us, but... I mean, I,
1: everyone had thought it was going to be that. I mean, was it Snoop already owned one? Eminem got one. Bieber had gotten one. Like every celebrity, Moonpay had made sure that they had lined the right people with one. I mean, it was more hype and less performance than anything. I mean, it was
2: Super Bowl rugged us, man.
1: They rugged did, us hard. I, I, okay. I actually called that one.
0: You did. did. I was, you remember, I bought all those ape derivatives and I was like, okay it's going to pump to the Super Bowl, and it's going to be like the stupid Dodge coin, Elon thing all over again. And it's just going to be nothing burger. And I'm going to, and I made like point. Nothing burger. Made. Oh yeah. Nothing uh, but burger. remember, I, I got a little quitty off of that, off of what one of them. I forgot which one it was, but I think it was eight MFers or something like that. Cause I got, oh, the that's double exactly what whatever. it was. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but we don't really talk about flips too much, but I was happy about that one. Cause I was like, Oh, okay. I don't think this is going to live up to it. We'll see. But Okay, there was the leak. That was the big news of the week. The other big news of the week was definitely the coin. So there was a pump during the Super Bowl for them. They kind mm-hmm. of came back some, and now they came back again, and everyone's talking about Ape. Uh, did Who did any, did any of y'all get it? Did any, have any of y'all gotten some?
2: Mm-mm. I did. I you did? did. Oh. Nice. I don't want to tell you how much because it's not. That's underused. fine. No, no that's you don't fine.
1: have to. That's not how we <laughs> I, do it.
2: I mean, they were cheap. I only got like $20 worth because you never know.
1: You never know. Honestly, I've almost FOMO'd in more than once. I read a couple really good tweets that talked about price action that they thought it was going to get to. And I'm trying to follow their intelligence because it it is one of the few airdrop token scenarios I haven't tried to make a play on. So I'm definitely kind of jonesing for it.
0: So me and Jeremy's, I don't know. I just really don't like tokens. Like, just as a thing
2: for a burned too play, much never. before NFT.
0: yeah. But between, yeah, in eight, 2018, I, I didn't have a good or 19, I didn't have a good year token. So I, I've kind of always been, um, but you know, we like NFT tokens. Me and him collect and trade you. And now, I guess now you, we're all trading unicorn tokens like they're freaking potato chips or whatever. UCD fam, yeah, UCD. Woo-hoo. Uh, and so this is just a more advanced version. And, even, and what I was originally thought, I, I was sitting there like a nerd. I was like, what's the utility? What are they going to do with it? And all that stuff. And I thought about it for a while. It's like, it doesn't fucking matter. Like whenever something happens and that, that company does anything, the little coin number is going to go up. So I'm going to get some too. Just feel them where the bottom will end up being. You know, people going to get liquidity for a bit. Uh, that's my thesis. Maybe let them run out a little bit. But I'm, who knows? I might miss the the rocket. So we'll see.
1: I mean, a lot well, of people started claiming it already. You saw the liquidity takers, but they've started. I've seen other um basey people start shame selling. So I feel like it, it may not be liquidity takers for too much longer. Yes. I don't know. Big, you think so?
2: Big hate going around on Twitter.
1: Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. Which, you know, we don't ever understand. We're always like, if your situation predicates it, take profits when you need. Um I personally, John, you know, from a mathematical standpoint, like I love the idea of the Ape token, because if they do have any kind of um, system platform, I mean, imagine you, you pretty much have the two highest grossing um, PFP or just NFT collections right now. And if you could take away a platform's trading fees or reinvest those trading fees back into the platform for launchpad projects or whatever it is, how much money are they Legitimately talking about it, and, and could they disrupt the current system with? So I'm mean, like that idea, but I don't know. I don't think they're actually going to do it. I, I don't know. I again, that's giga brain stuff, and that, that's what we ask questions about. But I think it could be, you know, fantastic stuff, almost like the llama verse token. But you, you've just got such an audience and a following there. I've seen more articles in Yahoo News and other things. We can't get legitimate tokens followed and other things, but they'll immediately jump on the ape and and almost try to foot it right and it's such and such percentage loss and i'm like it's it's still at like a billion market cap like why are you footing it right now
0: okay so here's the thing all nfts are based on emotions that's my underlying thing right and some of it's the emotion tied to the art some of it's the emotion tied to the play some of it's the emotion of i missed out and i want another shot and this token is a way everyone can get back in on you know what i'm saying the apes and and the punks and all of the high-end part. If you want to be in NFTs and you don't want to try to pick the next PFP that's going to blow up or something like that, why not just own a very – it's like you and the toads, right? You got in that whole fractional toad ownership, whatever. Okay, she doesn't know this story. (laughs) No, no, let's do it. Come on, dog. We gotta all right, do this. Let's like, bust
1: it out. Yeah, it's a perfect example. I mean, it's a perfect
0: it, example. So you got in on the fractional toads. Whenever look, my we both you, bunged on that. My toad pumped and went to nothing, and you're and you got in on the thing. So I
1: missed you, the you play. The story, I didn't so. have liquidity to get in on the toads by grimping like you did, and I was watching that train, you know, leave the station, and I was jealous as all get go. So I said, "How can I get into it?" And I found a derivative project called Zombie Toads that basically. You know, bought cryptodes and tried to buy rarer ones, and then fractionalize the Dow for its its holders. So I basically tried to buy other knockoffs to get you know fractionalized partial ownership of a toad because I didn't think I could buy one outright myself. Um, we got rugged, but you know the Golden Dow luckily took that over and is actually pushing it forward. So you know, kudos to them. There, there's actually a lot of stuff in the motions right now, and they're trying to sell um i think part of that Dow now to moonpay and some other stuff so i mean it stuffs in the works GigaBrain stuff again but um yeah we got rugged by obvious uh, ironically a guy named toad <laughs> and he was a serial rugger so there was an article about him by one of the oh, no. yeah so it, i totally felt like an imbecile but i i have an eth and a half in it easily but <gasps> That's his big rug. We all have how a big traumatic. rug. Yeah. Yeah. A, 0.6 looked a lot better than 3 or 4 ETH or 6 ETH, whatever his total is. And I was like, oh, a tenth of the price. But <laughs> that that was a bad move.
0: But I, I think that you're right. It's a, it is a good example because that's going to give people, that's why people talk about it. It gives people an entry point into it. That's almost, that's not what it is, but that's how people will interpret it. And it, the emotions will get, the, overcome it. And yeah, I might get a piece of that. So, okay. One last news story I want to talk about this week that there, there's other news going on, but I want to make sure we get time to talk with Rosie on what she's got going on. Um, but y'all know me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do this. And I'm so excited about this. This is important. I know some of y'all that are in NFTs, you don't like hearing me nan nan na about the blockchain schmockstain, okay? Mm-hmm. But
2: blockchain y'all trade these
0: things. <laughs> and well, okay. So Ethereum is the main NFT market. We trade in other NFT marketplaces. I just recently, thanks to friend of the podcast, Bella, got into uh, the flow market yet again and got me a new. Uh, I, get, oh, I need to post it on Twitter. I'll post on Twitter. Uh, new NFT on the flow marketplace and all that. But Ethereum really is where the party is. Oh, it's, it's called flow blockchain. So Top Shots is on the flow blockchain. It's not on Ethereum and they built so dapper labs who built top shots built the flow blockchain and the flow blockchain was designed from the ground up to basically do nfts in in a more modern way than ethereum could do to be more energy efficient that sort of thing um it's more centralized because dapper labs control so much of it but it is set up where like with the flow blockchain you could just connect your credit card to it like on this particular one
1: to buy my first 500 nfts not not crypto yeah
0: yeah because it has a connection directly to like a payment processor but the wallet connects to my freaking gmail like there's this, he the post office or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I call it baby blockchain. It's not, I look, I don't want to dunk on flow. I really like flow.
1: <laughs> his flex in flow is actually his all day account because he has some rare Camaras and other stuff. But yes, he was trying to get to the point that because he was in ballers and all day, he had a Dopper wallet that was blocked. toe, and that'll I never
0: him. owned flow because I could do everything on the credit card. Just for giggles, I got some flow so I could get in this particular project on the flow side. And you have to go through an exchange and blah, 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 because it's a different blockchain. But the way that flow does the calculations uh, uh, is much more efficient than the way Ethereum does. Ethereum uses older technology. It uses the Bitcoin technology called proof of work, which is really highly energy inefficient. It's worked and it's got us a long way. But because most of the action NFTs is on Ethereum, once Ethereum becomes more energy efficient, then this whole thing becomes more environmentally safe. The entire thing in a lot of ways actually I think will become more secure. And also we can move past a lot of the complaints people have about NFTs being an environmental tear. Now, some of those are really overblown, I think. We've talked about in the podcast before we'll get into the future again, I almost promise. But so what my news is, is that there is a test net for the next generation of Ethereum that uses a more energy efficient standard that Clin test net, which I, I follow on and keep up on was successful as far as testing a merge into this new Ethereum. So one thing about Ethereum is it doesn't stop Bitcoin, Ethereum. They're always going that block, those blockchains don't stop. That's why they're worth so much more than all the other things on the chart is because them two don't stop. Like, Soul stops for a day and all that kind of stuff. Like that doesn't happen on Ethereum, right? But that right. means that they've got to change the engine out, so to speak, while the car is running down the track, like NASCAR or some shit like that, like <laughs> 300 miles an hour. Like, come on, pit crew, get on this, you know? So they have to do a lot of testing. They have to test dropping the engine out while it's running and all that. And basically what I'm telling everyone here is that that test, the initial test went through really well and it's looking really good. And where maybe I was more pessimistic a couple months ago about like the timing for Ethereum moving over to what people call the ETH2, blah, blah, blah. That is looking like it's really up on the horizon. So any NFT fan, you know, well, first of all, if you're investing in Ethereum NFTs, that kind of proves to me that that'll be a good long-term play because that will remain the dominant marketplace for NFTs, I can almost guarantee you. But it also means that for anyone in our space, we'll eventually get to a point where it'll be more environmentally friendly and then Ethereum will be kind of in lead there. Actually, I think maybe it might flip Bitcoin and market cap once the boomers move on, because the next generation will care more about the environmental impact of Bitcoin. That's just my,
1: that's my down. hot take. Yeah, mark no, that's my down. hot take, hot take, for take for the, tonight. That was the that
0: flipping, was like I, yeah. the flippening, like all of these ETH Maxies talk about at the moment that Bitcoin gets flipped. In. But I think that's what will make it happen, is once Ethereum becomes more environmentally friendly, and Bitcoin will never change. Those Bitcoin guys, they don't want to change shit. They're making good money. They got their piles of computers all lined up or whatever. There's about to be a disruption event in Bitcoin land whenever all the Intel hardware hits and just where the hash rate's going to get messed around. But I've been looking into that and most of it's been pre-bought by even bigger players that exist in the marketplace now. So Bitcoin mining is actually going to become less decentralized, going to scale up an even higher thing. This is not me dunking on Bitcoin. This is me telling you reality and facts about what's happening in the blockchain space. And so, yes, I think this is good for Ethereum. It's good for any of us who already have a lot in Ethereum. Like anyone here, everyone here has a lot of Ethereum NFTs and that sort of thing. Um, we'll definitely talk about other stuff like that later. But we can stop doing John rant about crypto. But we we have to have one, right? Come on, we have a oh, story yeah. this week. I'm sorry, people. So we have wait, wait, to that wait. instead.
2: Does the, anything you just said? mean that ethereum 2 is something that we should be looking at or paying attention so, to
0: yes that's what this basically says so ethereum 2 was a bad branding exercise by Vavli, the that he based because people got confused by it all it meant is is that The engine underneath the Ethereum network was going to change one day from the old Bitcoin proof of work engine to the newer model, the proof of stake model that's more energy efficient. The initial testing shows it's about 98% more energy efficient. So right now, Ethereum is using the equivalent of like a country like Iceland's energy. Last time I heard, it'll end up using more like the mall in Iceland's energy or something once this gets done. So it'll be a big shift. And that's so that is Ethereum, too, whenever it shifts to that and then Ethereum will be a lot more.
1: So merging the two things there, it's going to be more environmentally friendly, but there's a misconception that, you know, Ethereum 2.0 is going to lower gas across the board and that it's going to be so much better for all of us users. Yes, it's much better for the planet. It's much better for the system, but it's not going to reduce the amount of traffic on the network. It's going to reduce the amount of power required to process that traffic. So if there's still however many cars trying to get on the highway, there's still going to be congestion from time to time. But yes, at that point it will be, you know, much more environmentally friendly. Like what we won't have that, those naysayers be able to say y'all are environmentally, you know, toxic. We'll be like, no, we're not. We're actually way more less toxic than blah, 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 blah.
2: But if you're using less energy, that won't mean less gas, like cheaper gas. There's a little,
0: there's Slight. a little, so the completion, the block size, and just that small increase in the block size is going to be something like an 11% difference. But no, what you're thinking about, we like we all have to deal with when gas goes up and becomes a pain in the ass, what'll fix that is us all moving to a layer two one day. And no longer uh, doing things directly on the Ethereum blockchain, and we can talk about. Hold on, we
1: <laughs> Yo, don't even geek out about that. We don't have enough time in this episode. There, there might be a whole episode that's like uh,
0: the, uh, the Layer Two guide or something like that, because that's that's where that's going. But but hold on, I need to double back just real quick on something you said, Rosie, that I think is real important. Like for the for, so for the average person there is this thing called ETH2. If I went to Kraken right now, I could buy ETH2. So it's really confusing. Not only it was a mislabel, because it's not going to be a different Ethereum network. Like Ethereum that's in your cold wallet right now won't magically expire, and there'll be this different like token called ETH2 or whatever, something like that. And then it goes away or whatever. But what happens is is you can stake Ethereum. And then they come up with the math, and then they prove through the calculations that they get the coin. Okay proof of stake you have to put in a stake for it to be worthwhile um if you stake on a exchange like kraken then they'll give you a token called ethereum 2 that's designed for you to be able to get liquidity out of your stake before the ethereum network lets liquidity out of the stake which has not been allowed at this point or even announced when it'll be allowed at this point point. and usually it's worth a little bit less than eth so i can go buy eth2 on kraken for like 90% of ETH or something because it's kind of a bet against proof of stake a little bit, almost like a prediction arbitrage type thing. I know this is nerdy, but I just have to say this. You might out there see an ETH 2 token and that's not Don't what buy it. this is. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually it might be a good play. If you believe in staking like I do, and you know that that's going to be real Ethereum one day. Actually, I think buying ETH2 is a fantastic play because I feel really confident now after this news I just told you off that, you know, it's going to work out. I understand that so, you're
1: not going to send it to OpenSea and use it on OpenSea, though. That's the deal, it's right? Not, like, yeah, it's not ETH. It's
0: just for that yeah. thing, just like a bet against it, do your own research, blah, blah, blah. But you know what I'm saying? Like, this is so boring. And I get it. Like, <laughs> No. It, it,
2: <laughs> I'm looking at Kraken right now. Oh, I've never heard of
0: that. Okay. That's my favorite marketplace. Thing. Don't
2: forget, you got to remember, I can be a noob sometimes. I'm not like you guys. You, you, nerd nerds. We are yeah. nerds. Yeah, we're
0: nerds. I love it. Ooh, she she nailed us on that one, Jeremy. But That's right. But I'm really excited personally because I think Ethereum is going to change the world. I think what we've discovered in Web3 will change the world. And once more people are invited into this space and can get access to it, that good things will happen. But the environmental impact of these proof-of-work blockchains like Ethereum and Bitcoin is a real concern. And as we move forward and as we move into an environment where people don't want to invest in that sort of thing, then there was always going to be a risk that that sort of blockchain just couldn't continue forward Net, once this shift happens, Ethereum will outlive me. My NFTs will outlive me because they'll live on a chain that'll long like i'm it'll be my son's NFTs basically at this point because I know it'll be something that'll last a long time and that'll be good for all of us and all the people that haven't been on board yet in this space so that's my little visionary thing, but that's what I really believe about it I'm really excited. That's why I think it's important for everyone because we want that next billion people in this space. We were having a lot of fun, right? So why can't they have fun too? So
2: everyone should have fun with us here in the NFT world. They deserve to be here with us.
1: That's John's favorite saying. If you're having fun, tell them to eat shit and die and leave you alone. It doesn't matter what we're doing. So as long as we're having fun, we're having fun. You know me. He might oh, yeah, not that. say that eat shit and die. That's more my. That's, mine, that's but... about to say
0: that's more you, but that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I try to I do claim it that that's me. stuff.
2: That's I like okay. that part.
0: Yeah, no, that's her favorite part. You'll you'll definitely yeah. Sh- you'll end up liking him more. I'm 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 the stick in the ass, and he's the one that has the funny stuff. So that's not uh, my favorite
2: <laughs> part. I'm just saying, I like that part. I used to have a bumper sticker on my my minivan that said, "If it's not fun, why do it?"
0: I love it. That's Bobby. my new NFT motto. It's not. I might change my Twitter profile tonight. That sounds like I borrow that. I, that's great.
2: Well, it's from Ben and Jerry's, I think.
1: Oh, well,
2: that's okay. Cream, just hey, so we're
1: know. all about attributing quotes to the right people. Okay, that would actually make
0: it even funnier is to do that if not, and then attribute it on my Twitter profile. Okay, where's my phone? That's so, where
2: I got the bumper sticker. So,
0: okay, so let's take a quick break, actually, and then we're gonna come back. And then let's talk with Rosie a little bit about what she's doing in NFTs and just kind of her general, her thesis on things going forward. Okay, so let's take a quick break. Okay, Rosie. So you're new to our audience. You're new to this podcast. Go ahead and just at the moment, right now, this week, what are you into in NFTs?
2: Well, I'm always into honeys. No matter what, and whatever, whatever Crypto Stacey's is doing. Hoop.
0: So there we go. Hoop. So here's the thing if y'all listen to this podcast, you don't like honeys. Y'all should just like unclick subscribe because you're going to be hearing about him a lot. I make a lot of memes about him. Me and Rosie are probably the biggest fan of the artists in that particular project, Crypto Stacy's that are there. I- I'll defer to you. You're the big one. Don't look at me. like. You know, don't, 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 like and hearing your voice. Like I'm that.
2: not looking at you like, no. no
0: I, I, can, I can be like, oh, no, 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 like, no, no. You can be number one. I can be number two. I mean, now in the rankings, I'm about to be number one. But, but you get what I'm saying. Like, uh, I'm just joking around.
2: But you're you're the one who calls me the number one Stacy's fan. I mean, I'd love to take that that uh, role, but so you're so
0: one of us is number one, and one of us. So so to anyone listening, just know that, that you're getting a lot of honey love. Um, so that's obviously number one project. We're all really yes. into that. We have bags. Okay. So what's the, what else are you excited about?
2: Okay, so I'm also very excited about my juice box friend and Mm. and women from venus but so my juice box friend first of all that's from i think it's sarah or Sarah star girl but um she's someone who's also followed me for a while and that was very exciting and i was very excited to even get one of those like an og one she drew my honey after me that was so exciting that is so exciting and then i minted another one i actually haven't even they revealed i haven't even looked at them i'm gonna go Whoa, you got in on the mint
0: yeah Yeah, man oh that's awesome i i totally missed the window on that because they blew up so quickly so i
2: I, well we had um pre-sale spots with the ogs and so I bought one for me and one for Champ.
0: Yeah, not well, flexing. Yeah, keep yeah. going. Yeah, keep going. That's awesome, though. I keep going.
2: Well, Champ gave me the money and I didn't buy it for him. Oh, okay. this guy's cool. But okay, so this is awesome. My guy has like little... We had uh... a
1: reveal on air how awesome is that? It's awesome. you to put a picture on the, t- on the feed. We'll yeah, to. I
2: will. But let me um, read. You, read the properties. So... The background's Mermaid Ombre. Body is DMT, like the apes, you know, with the eyes. Oh. Clothing is Rocker Shirt. 1% have this trait.
0: Ooh, one.
2: Head is Wild Hair Pink. 0.52% have this trait.
0: Oh, he but, loves sub ones. That's but great.
2: Maybe, maybe they haven't all um revealed, revealed and that's possibly. why it's this low. But then the juice box is tarot. I love tarot. Nice. And sunglasses star purple.
0: Ooh, Oops. tearing it up. So there we go. That's a big win.
2: Yeah. Juice box friends are definitely going to be. A big I saw thing. they already
0: have like 600 ETH. As of the time we're recording of like volume. It's incredible. That's absolutely I, incredible.
1: You know, and it's, I'm just happy that I finally like, like, personally like the art of a project that's blowing up where i actually feel like i have the taste that the rest of the masses do instead of being in in contradiction all the time (laughs) i
0: I mean i like the art independently it's just you know
2: something that i think is really cool is the original ones were put on a base that she you know found on google as a uh how do you say pepe is that how i say it or pepe? oh
0: really a pepe pepe mm. a pepe
2: meme that she did that on and then she reviewed them all because you know she wasn't trying to be what's a legit project right here
0: okay okay so juice box friends that's legit she, she revealed on air come on that's like yeah that oh, okay. exciting. so 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 just in general What are what do you look for whenever you're trying to like look for an NFT project? Like, what do you like to really see in an NFT project? What's your thesis?
2: Well, first thing is if it's woman led or woman run, I'm here for that always. Of course. Um, and I like things that are cute, man, cute or funny or pretty or even just. I like the person who's gonna sell it to me or I believe in them, you know what I mean? Oh, or yeah. the community, of course. So there we go.
0: The Rosio thesis. Yeah. <laughs> so one thing that we do Rosio back and forth. So obviously, like I've known Jeremy a long time. So we kind of have this pact that whenever we go into NFTs and we try to like get into a project, we will make each other do research on it and look into it. And he is so sick of my standard. He is so, he's going to be calling you and be like, hey, I want to buy this NFT project. I want to tell John, like, it's this, this, and this. And he doesn't want me going there going, well, what do the meteorites say?
1: Well, what are the. <laughs> There's so many times I haven't What's bought a project. What white people look like?
2: <laughs> I need someone like that because the, sometimes the things I buy at like three in the morning, I'm like scrolling and I'm like, that's it. I need it. It's going to mm-hmm. moon.
0: So, so the funny part about it is, is me and him have these phone calls constantly where we guiltily call each other. So last night at three in the morning, <laughs> I know we usually call each other. Actually, he's been done that to me the most in the honeys. He popped off like a pile of honeys because he knew I would not complain. He knew if he went off on the honeys, like he's like, oh, I could get retail therapy, True. and and I, got, I mean, like, to call Jonathan. He would say yes because it's his favorite thing right now. So
1: yeah, and I got a demon, a mermaid, an alien. Like I got the it's demon horns. So, like I picked up like four in a row that were fire, and he didn't give me any crap. And I was like, all right, I see how it is.
2: Did you get any cotton candy skin?
1: I haven't. I need the cotton candy and the Smurfette, and those are the two that I've been. I, I tell you, I saw the sales bot to yesterday and today and kicked myself because i'm like where are these listings when i go through and look i never see them i'm like are y'all accepting wheat offers because i swear that was not there when i just looked
0: there's been a lot of wailing on that recently but um but okay back to rosie real quick i want to i want to ask you one more question that i think is the question that a lot of people want to hear yes please back to me yeah, back to you. If y'all don't know, she is famous in the space. She has way more followers than me. We're very happy to have her on here. Uh, th- th- I'm, this, I'm this is
2: past uh, 1,500 now.
0: Oh, wow. She's going to blow you away, pretty soon, Jeremy. So there we go. Yeah, I was about just, to say.
2: Just wait till we listen back on this and I'm at like. Oh, yeah. Know.
0: And you're famous and we're like <laughs> these guys that you won't even pick up the phone on anymore. So.
2: Oh,
1: man. I can't believe he called it out already.
2: I can't you know wait what? for that day.
0: We 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 will enjoy the ride on the way there. But uh, <laughs> I'll be happy to talk to that bouncer at the gate whenever it's time. And I'll remember this day that I I knew his name. I knew he'd be there. But anyway, I, I, I think people want to know. So as as far as your passion about NFTs, like the thing that drives you, that keeps bringing ba- you back to the space. What is the the most exciting part about NFTC? Like, what's the thing that makes it sizzle for you?
2: The thing that makes it sizzle? Hmm. I mean, I really like all the people I get to talk to. I guess that's really it. Like, I love going on Twitter every day and talking to everyone, seeing what everyone else is doing, what they're buying. Because not going to lie, I'm not really buying that many NFTs all the time. But I'm watching what everyone else is doing. And I'm having a lot of fun doing it.
0: So you gave me the perfect setup, exactly what I wanted. This is going to work great. So the, but the, I think what people are wondering is, how did we get Rosio on the podcast? This person that, like, what happened here? So here's what happened. I did a Twitter circle. So both me and Jeremy follow Thread ThreadGuy. He's both of our favorite, like, Big account in the space. I think he's amazing. If you're listening, Thread Guy, we'd love to have you on one day. You're amazing. Like you
1: If you're not following he, him, follow him. He is. Yeah, yeah is, he just popped. Yes. Oh,
0: love Thread Guy. So he kept doing the Twitter Circle thing. So I did a Twitter Circle thing, and what we discovered was, is right there at the top, there was Thread Guy. But you know who's behind Thread Guy? Rosia. And you know who wasn't even in the freaking inner circle at all? Jeremy. So apparently. I'm not best friends with Jeremy online in Web3. I'm best friends with Rosio, So now she is our new member of the podcast. Welcome, everybody. My new best friend in Web3. Because uh, the, the Twitter circles don't lie. He, he was so butthurt today. So I did it this morning. Hey, I you it didn't online. even
1: give it full justice. I didn't make the second circle either. I was the third circle. And if it goes counterclockwise, like I think I was two spots from not making it at all.
2: <laughs> so, yeah. Tweeted yeah. my way in here, bitches.
1: That's right. So I had to find out who Numero Uno was, because I think actually it was you were number one on mine. She was number one on yours. And thread guy was number two on both of ours. And I'm like, so if thread guy number two and is a lock, like we got to bring in Numero Uno and find out what's going on.
0: So there we go. We, uh, uh, and so if you're not following her on Twitter, you should. I think it's the best follow on Twitter. She she pops out bangers as well constantly during the day and, and does some other fun stuff like dunking on some people who deserve it. And so definitely well follow deserved. our new podcast member. Yeah, well deserved. Um, mm-hmm. but there you go. That's our origin story. That's how this Justice League of podcasting NFTers came together. So this will be our new thing going forward and I hope you all enjoy it. Um so we're getting kind of long in the tooth here. Let's take a, a break real quick and then we're we'll gonna go ahead and sign off for the rest of the podcast. So All right, Jeremy, take us out.
1: Well, man, I, I can't wait to get back at it. So this was definitely a lot of fun. Um, that's basically all the time we got today. But, you know, we want to thank you all for jumping on with us and being a part of this. Um, obviously, it, this being our first episode, as the three of us, it's going to be a special one. So three, two, one, um, you know, remember it. But you can find me at Twitter at Mr. Dake. I'm at Poofy Hair Guy, the Cardboard Boxer, and
0: Rocio, where can they find you?
2: I'm at Rosio underscore PNG on Twitter. Woo.
0: So thank y'all very much for joining us and we'll talk to y'all next week.
2: Bye.